I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Racial tension, community protests, tribal division have driven headlines for the past 14 months across the country and around the world with seemingly no end in sight. Or is it? Could it be that the model for harmony, for unity, for upward mobility in our communities, for progress, has been playing out behind the scenes, behind the headlines, beginning in Salt Lake City, Utah? Let's find out. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, there has been a lot of racial unrest, uh, a lot of challenges in cities across the country and around the world. But the solution to that, uh, it's so interesting to me. It's so easy uh, for political leaders to stand in front of banks of cameras and say, we're, we're going to unite or we're, we're going to change. Uh, it's different when you're willing to do the hard work and heavy lifting behind the scenes to actually make progress and to actually move things forward. We've talked about it a number of times on this program that America's gotten really good at moments. So we we have a, a big outbreak in a community. We, we have a, an officer involved shooting. Uh, we have a natural disaster. We're really good at coming together in those moments. We can we can unite. We can come together. But we, we have not become good at is forward movement. And part of what I am always looking for is who is it out there that is working on the forward movement stuff? And who is it that's going to, to pave the way and create a model that actually works? There was a press conference held today. Again, the press conference is the easy part of the equation. Uh, but this one was significant in that it's been a three-year relationship going on between the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and the NAACP, and they've been doing a lot of that hard work and heavy lifting that actually impacts lives and communities far away from, from cameras and microphones. Today, these organizations came together uh, here in Salt Lake City, Utah, for a press conference to announce a next phase of their relationship together and what that looks like, what that could mean. And they've actually added a third entity uh, as part of this collaboration. The United Negro College Fund is going to be part of this ongoing initiative, again, between the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the NAACP, and the United Negro College Fund. 
Uh, they held a press conference today. We're going to dive into this now and again at 205 with some specific interviews with leaders from each of these organizations. I want to start from the press conference. Uh, president Russell M. Nelson, uh, president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, laid the groundwork by saying this is this is about coming together on the areas where we do agree. Each has its own distinct mission, but members of these two organizations have one thing in common. They are believers. They believe in the fatherhood of God and the brotherhood of man. And they believe Jesus Christ who said, Thou shalt love God with all thy heart and thy neighbor as thyself. So with that as a foundation, and it's so interesting to listen to each of these organizations talk about this just simple principle of the brotherhood of man, the humanity that we share together. And because of that, we can come together. President Nelson went on to talk about the need to make sure we're building bridges rather than walls. These passionate beliefs motivate us to action. What do we do because of those beliefs? We call for greater civility and kindness, and we work together to bless the lives of God's children. I've spoken repeatedly on these objectives and do so again today. I renew our call to abandon prejudice and promote civility, kindness, and mutual respect. We seek to build bridges of cooperation instead of walls of segregation. Again, that's President Russell M. Nelson of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints at a press conference at 11 o'clock this morning here in Salt Lake City talking about this continued call uh, between the church, between the N. AACP and now the United Negro College Fund for civility, for kindness, and for working together uh, for the betterment of people everywhere. And this was not just uh, about platitudes. This was about hard work and heavy lifting and a serious investment. Uh, the announcement today included three components that I think are important for us to, to recognize and understand. The first is around education. Uh, the church is uh, committing $3 million in scholarships uh, over the next three years uh, through the United Negro College Fund. These will be for many students who are first-generation uh, college students. Uh, most of them will be at historic black colleges. And uh, this opportunity for them to to have that oppor- that education that they may not have had access to uh, outside of this. So that's a significant uh, investment from the church. Uh, President Nelson was was quick to point out that we can't do everything, uh, and these may seem small, but it is significant. And the relationship between these organizations is is so fascinating to watch. I've been able to see this uh, all the way back to uh, Detroit, uh, to the NAACP National Convention two years ago, and the connection, the camaraderie between these organizations is really stunning. So the first component of this, again, is education. The second uh, is one that I'm just very excited about having witnessed some of this with uh, the Reverend Amos Brown uh, from the historic Third Baptist Church of San Francisco, a longtime civil rights leader, was one of the last students of Martin Luther King Jr. And the church is creating a scholarship uh, that will take young students uh, to Ghana, to West Africa, uh, so that they can be better connected to their heritage and some of the uh, early days of the uh, slave trade 
learning that education, connecting to that history. Uh, but a scholarship in the name of Reverend Amos C. Brown uh, is, uh, is a significant thing and, and will have impact for generations to come. The third component that the uh, announcement uh, from the announcement today, over the next three years, over $6 million will be invested in continued humanitarian efforts between the church and the NAACP. Uh, they have tag team partnered on a number of initiatives around self-reliance training, helping people with uh, budgeting skills, business skills, uh, employment skills, uh, and they will continue to do that. And they will work together to assess those needs and where those resources can best de- be deployed. Uh, so to me, it, it's a very fascinating day. We're going to dive deeper into this coming up at 2.05 today. I uh, had the opportunity to uh, sit down after the press conference, uh, ask some questions of Reverend Amos Brown, uh, and talk about the connection uh, between the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and the NAACP and his unique relationship with President Russell M. Nelson. Uh, these two are uh, really a dynamic duo. They're fascinating to watch how they interact and this deep connection they have with one another. We also had opportunities to speak with Derek Johnson, who is the president and CEO of the NAACP, uh, as well as as Elder Ronald A. Rasband uh, from the uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. So just when you think that the race relationship things are all downhill, here's a couple of groups who say, we don't agree on everything. But we do agree on some things. And the thing we agree on the most is people and helping people become better people. And so they've done that today, a significant announcement between the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the NAACP, and the United Negro College Fund. Much more to discuss on this. But importantly, for me, this is a model that the nation should be watching and thinking about. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.